From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. E.E. Charlton Trujillo is the author of Fat Angie, winner of the 2014 Stonewall Book Award, as well as Prizefighter and Mikasa, which won the Delacorte Dell Yearling Award and Feels Like Home. She's a featured guest at the 2017 Ohio Anna Book Festival on April 8th. Welcome to Craft, E.E. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your recent book tour for Fat Angie that resulted in the documentary At Risk Summer. Yes. Yeah, so actually it was back in uh, 2013. I was living in Cincinnati and um, I had just come back from a visit in Texas and met a young man who inspired me um, to kind of go out and do this, this sort of unconventional tour, which was basically to put everything I own in storage and go out and empower at-risk youth at no cost to their programs for several months. And whereas a traditional book tour, you go out and you go to bookstores and you go to school visits and you sign books and you sell books. And the idea here was really to um, motivate change in young people to see themselves as storytellers and as, as valuable and important and needing to be heard. So I set out in a rental car across America and did this for several months. I faced a lot of my own personal phobias, but to be honest, the work I did with the kids and their stories and um, seeing their evolution kind of made all of it worth it. And the result was the feature documentary At Rest Summer, <laughs> which, um, yeah, and which was also completed in Ohio. So, yeah. So tell me a little bit about the filming of that. How did you block it out? How did you work it out and, and figure out what was going to be filmed? Was it all access or how did that work for you? Yeah, so I'm a professional filmmaker by trade, but when I went out on the road, I, I was really, my focus was working with the kids. So the filmmaking, it was really hard because it wasn't like I had a crew with me. Mm -hmm. And so part of it is here I am doing the work and trying to capture this so that people can see how dynamic it is to work with, with this population. And you know, um, what I found myself doing is, is really, you know, at, at some points turning to the young people and saying, listen, um, okay, you're the director, you're the cinematographer, and you're the sound person today. And here's how you work this camera. Here's how you pull focus. And, you know, and a lot of times these kids haven't been given anything like this in their lives where they are responsible and where they are valued. And so, you know, there are parts of the film that I look at as a filmmaker and I say, wow, um, if I'd had a crew, this would have looked like X. But ultimately, it was, I think, about the experience, and, and people tend to respond really well to it. And so um, some of the time I had, you know, a very, you know, one- or two-person crew, but most of the time it was me on the road, you know, for thousands of miles and kind of hoping that, um, that I had the sound in the right port. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've done that kind of on the fly filmmaking. And, and sometimes you get back and you say, like you said, oh, man, I really wish I had had somebody who was more familiar with the equipment because this is a great shot and you see people talking and there's no sound. Sure, and that's sure. a big bummer. So, Yeah, um, totally. Absolutely. How did you work around some of those things? What were some of the challenges uh, you faced to, you know, take some of that stuff and make it into a workable documentary? Um going to an editor in Ohio that I had worked with before and really sitting down with him and, you know, there was just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage and really trying to talk and about what is the story, you know, and I didn't want it to be about me. I didn't want to be in it. I wanted it to be about the kids, but a lot of it was 
part of my journey and also the journey um, as I'm on this journey meeting all these other authors and interviewing these really famous award-winning authors and and so it was about really shaping that together and sometimes things just look the way they're gonna look they're gonna sound the way they're gonna sound and, and you try to mix it down and do everything you can but ultimately it's it seems to be that the integrity of the story is what really captures educators and young people more often than not um, where the intensity of other young people telling their stories or the intensity of other authors sharing their ideas about writing or about working in this population. And so, you know, you, the technical issues aside, it's, it's the narrative. And, you know, ultimately if I had it to do all over again, I would have had more planning and I would have had a, a little bit of a crew and, and, and I wouldn't have had to worry so much about the technicals, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I ended up with a, a really sweet little documentary and from that, you know, spawned my nonprofit, Never Counted Out, which allows um, that sort of mission that I went on to continue with young people even today. So, yeah. Tell me about balancing the work with the nonprofit with your writing. How do you work those two things at the same time? Um, I've always been a, a multitasker. I, I never work on just one book at one time. So the same has always been true for my filmmaking or anything else. And, you know, with a nonprofit, we're very small, but we have some big impact. And, you know, we, we are three-pronged. And one part is we do book donations to young people across America. And um, the other part is that we are putting artists into programs to um, mentor young people for at least one hour a year. And then the final pieces that we're trying to structure together are our um, never-counted-out uh, camps for young people so that they can come to a camp for a couple of days, work with a professional artist or artist, and the requirement is that they themselves are artists. They just have to need to be there. And so there's a lot of nuts and bolts that go through the process of what we're doing, but at the end of the day, you know, I've, from going on that journey, I realized my mission was really to empower young people or to be present and allow them to be seen and heard. And so part of that is what I do on the page privately, but the other part of that is what I do publicly with the nonprofit and so or even in my filmmaking so those things you know kind of work hand in hand it's just sort of part of the schedule of you know my day mm -hmm. yeah you've, you've got a, a recent cd called when we was fierce did that grow out of the book is that coming out as well are these two things meshed together no they're they're completely separate it's actually okay. it's a novel that's being published uh through candlewick press okay and so it's it's a whole other piece of it yeah. Was that completed while you were um, working on the documentary as well? No, that that came later. That the the book came later. Okay. Yeah. So the book will be out soon. I I understand. Is that what you're saying? Uh, there isn't a release date for the novel. Okay. So what are you working on now? What's the next uh, project that you're eyeing up? Yeah. So right now I am completing a second feature documentary in Cincinnati and. I am working on a FedNG sequel that'll be out in 2018, and uh, a Mexican-American trilogy that I'm also getting ready to put out, and a picture book. So, wow. uh, and running a nonprofit. So it's it, that's kind of what my days look like, you know, in, in between trying to have a life. So, right. but you know, it's it's a beautiful life to have. I mean, it's it's the kind of it's the kind of work I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And when you say picture book is that like um, uh, photographs or is that for kids uh, what kind of picture book? Yeah, a picture book meaning for children. Right. So, yeah. Okay. And did you write that and illustrate it or is that something that was uh, done in collaboration with someone else? 
No, I'm cur- I'm currently uh, writing and finishing it. Okay. So it's something that I did on my own, and then it would be matched with an illustrator. When you were on tour, what were and you said you had met other uh, famous authors? What were some of the advice that they gave you? Things that maybe you take into your own writing uh, after you've met them. I think more than anything, it's it's not so much the advice they gave me about writing. It's the advice they gave me about life and about showing up and about being who you are. And I, I think the sort of authenticity that these authors brought to the film um, is something that translates not just into to my work or in how I want to show up in the world, but in, in the young people who see the film, they are given permission to be who they really are, whatever layers of that they are, you know, whatever that is. And so more than it has probably impacted me in my, my creative world. It's more of an impact on how I am so determined to be there and engage with young people so that they in turn can be heard and move through the world feeling like they belong. Excellent. All right. Well, I thank you very much for talking to me today, and we look forward to you being a featured guest at the 2017 Ohioana Book Festival on April 8th. And there's information on the Craft website that will lead to your website and let people learn more about all of your books and things that are coming out. Okay, great. Thanks a lot. For more information from my guests, visit www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative. <laughs>